Welcome to the seventh episode of the Five for Fighting podcast. My name is Alec, your host, and today's guest was fucking fantastic. He was a, an absolute minor league legend, and he even made the Hall of Fame for a team, uh, the Philly Phantoms. And if you don't know who I'm talking about yet, that would be Frank the Animal by Lois. And if you've never checked out his fights and never heard of him, well, you might be living under a rock, I guess, if you've never heard of him. But yeah, I guess if you haven't checked out his fights either, so <laughs> you should probably do both. Look him up and <laughs> go ahead and check out some of his fights, but... I had a great time doing this interview. Frank was an absolute fucking beauty. Um, at the beginning of the interview, you know, it's just the way our times worked out. I literally got off work, got home, and pretty much had to set up shop. And this is the same way he runs a construction company, as you'll hear in the interview. But um, So both of our times are a little conflicting. But he was at the gym first thing in the interview and just uh, going home. But it's, you know, n- nothing to even fucking cry over spilt milk over. Um, just in case if anybody wants to complain about the audio or the noise in the background, you know, get the fuck over it. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, so I, you go over his career and he's an absolute minor league fucking legend. Uh, he fought a lot of guys and a lot of tough, tough, tough customers. So it was really cool. And also to hear about, you know, his stories with Danbury and things like that. And the LNH, which as we all know, I, you know, I, tend to talk about a lot just because I fucking love the league and it pisses people off, so it's kind of funny. Um, not trying to troll anybody, but anybody that doesn't like the league, well, get over it, I guess. But <laughs> So I'm not going to keep this uh, this intro too, too long. I'm trying to make this right after work here. Uh, it just got done recording, and I'm trying to make this now. That way I don't have to worry about it because we're moving. Uh, as you might have heard from my last intro or my last episode with episode um, – <clears throat> excuse me, episode six with Dan Tice, but we're moving. And so I'm trying to get all this out so I can have it good to go for Tuesday of next week. And we might not have internet now, or we, excuse me, we might not have internet at the time. So I'm trying to get this out that way I can, you know, keep an episode out every week. Like I'm trying to do, but anyways, uh, before, you know, we kick it over to Frank, do me a favor and go check out a couple of the other podcasts that, you know, I, I happen to enjoy, and I don't enjoy many podcasts because most of the time people are just shitting on players and whatever, but of course, the original enforcer-based podcasting, well, I'm not enforcer-based podcasting, but the original, you can find the hashtag on Twitter, enforcer-based podcasting, with my good buddy Darren over at Fourth Line Voice, go check his fucking shit out, he just had an interview with Ken Staniforth, he also had an interview with, uh, who was it before that, oh, Joey Tedaranko, excuse me. And he's had many other guys, Josh Mazur, Dan Kopeck, Dean Mayrand, um, Luke Karate, guys like that. And he even had a 12 guest of Christmas special. And, you know, Christmas comes earlier every every year. So maybe pop that on and get a little Christmas in you. And, you know, there's some asshole Lightning fan on there that runs his mouth for a little bit talking about Lightning Enforcers, too. I wonder who that kid is. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, also go go check out. Uh, my buddy William over at the Biscuit, he's over there doing good shit. He's got interviews with Scott the Sheriff Parker, George LaRock, Danny Probert, the wife of the late and great champion of the NHL, Bob Probert. And then also, uh, one I just recently got into, uh, a couple of them was the Slewfoot Hockey Show and um, Get the Gate Podcast. So go over and check those boys out. And then one last one I want to mention is Shane over at the History of Hockey Podcast. Shane was the guy who actually made the cover art for this show, the Five for Fighting Podcast. Um, so again, the big thanks to Shane for making that. And then also I can't thank him enough for kind of helping me out. And a lot of the guys, you know, Darren 
William and Shayna all helped me out in sort of starting the podcast. And here I am interviewing Frank by Lois. It's fucking unreal. I can't even <laughs> can't even fucking comprehend it. But you know it is what it is. Um, but yeah, go check out his uh, his podcast, The History of Hockey. He does a, a bunch of different stuff over there. If you want to learn about the history of the game, he's got uh, I forget fuck I forget the year and Shane I know don't don't get mad at me if you listen to this and I uh, I don't get the year right but it's the old dust up of some of like nineteen something and it's about an insane line brawl back in the day actually well excuse me bench clearing brawl that lasted like twenty minutes uh, he's got an episode a three part special on Doug the Hammer Smith and he's also got a special on the Danbury Trashers which if you don't know what that is. Go look up the Danbury Trashers, and also, speaking of Trashers, Frank by Lois was actually on the team, too. So, you'll get to hear about that. That's towards the later end of the podcast, so I guess you're, you know, kind of stuck to sit around and listen to it. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, you didn't you didn't come here to sit here and uh, hear me yap, so without further ado, we'll pass it on to Frank by Lois. Uh, please rate and review the show. It's supposed to help me out, I guess, and from what Darren says, it's supposed to help me out, too, so... Who knows? I, you know, oh, by the way, before I go, though, I got to I got to say thanks to the uh, the person who just, you know, I don't know who you are, but if you listen to the podcast and your uh, your review was the title was it's great and the comment was it's great. And that's it. No explanation point. No period. Nothing. Just it's great. <laughs> oh, shit. I got a kick out of that. So thanks for that. But here we go. I'll kick it over to Frank Bylois. Have a good one. Y'all appreciate it. Thanks for listening. This should be good. This should be very good. All right, and here today on the Five for Fighting podcast, we have a guy who racked up 2,279 penalty minutes, a Calder Cup champion, and a Philadelphia Phantoms Hall of Famer, Frank the Animal Bylois. Frank, how you doing today? Good, how are you, bud? Good, Thanks man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I appreciate you taking the time out of here, man. Well, you were clearly hitting the gym, so you ain't uh, <laughs> you ain't strayed from working out at all. Nah, dude, you got to stay in shape, but you never know. <laughs> oh, man, I got out of the Marines, and I'm just so fat and happy on Bush now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was fat. My grandma, my grandma called me fat, and I went on a diet, and I actually got back in shape. I might be in better shape than I was when I played. Fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. I don't, even, I don't think fat comes out of my grandmother's vocabulary. She's probably the reason I'm fat, especially during the fucking holidays. <laughs> Oh, that's it. She's feeding me a plate of fucking progies. She's like, exactly. you your fat little fucker. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Exactly, man. Um, so, well, before we get into your career a little bit, man, what are, you, uh, what are you up to after hockey? How's everything going for you? Everything's great, man. I mean, um, I got my own, I got a concrete business. You know, we do well. We're busy as hell. So, you know, and um, yeah, it's, I mean, work every day work with my guys and trying to grow and you know living the dream i guess you know what i mean oh yeah i'm, I'm a, that's exactly what i mean i'm in construction now after the military and well fuck man I, i'll tell you what i hate pouring concrete though out of all the shit we do it's just a fucking messy thing <laughs> i like i like it man it's like it's, you know i built houses i've done everything you know what i mean but i just it's in and out and you don't have to deal with people really that much you know it's a couple days it's you know, the housing, you just want to kill the fuckers after a month, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, I guess, uh, I'd rather oh, be the well. guy handling the jackhammer and breaking up the shit than pouring it. I prefer that over pouring concrete all fucking day. <laughs> uh, well, my, uh, my guys do both, so we just, you know, we roll in, and I got a small crew. We stick to one crew, but we work, you know, basically six, seven days a week and just have at it, you know what I mean? So Exactly. It works better that way, probably, too. You can be able to manage everything a little uh, bit better. Yeah, when you, when you, 
Yeah, when you grow, it's a headache. It's just that, you know, having your own business like a babysitting service, you know what I mean? Right. It's always something fun. Or it's, it's like dealing with children, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Oh, shit. Well, man, let's fucking get right into it here for your career. So, um, well, I, I was going through your stats, and I noticed that you didn't play in, like, the dub or the OHL or anything like that. So how did you kind of get into the ECHL at first? <laughs> uh, oh, ECHL, I came out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shit. I had to get out of ca- I- I had to get out of Canada, man. <laughs> so my, grand, my grandpa drove me across the border and put me on a Greyhound, and I ended up in Roanoke. So, hey, sometimes yeah. it happens like that. <laughs> hey, you know how to turn my life around? Yeah, know, exactly, man. You, you had a great fucking career. You're, I mean, you're a minor league legend, so you, there's that, and you even played in the NHL. So, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. <laughs> so, yeah. well, you're 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 in uh, Roanoke, and. Yeah. You're you're there and you have man, you manage 150 pims in in 23 games played. Did did right. you just kind of was fighting in your blood at the time or were you were you kind of pushed oh, by a coach? That's all. Uh, that's all. No, that's all I did was fight. I mean, if I wasn't fighting there, I'd be fighting in bars or collecting money or you know what I mean. That's just that's what I did. <laughs> so that was like. <laughs> That was a good place to stay out of jail, you know what I mean? It was like you can beat people the fuck up and no, you don't go to jail for it. I was like, I love this place. <laughs> and you get paid. Right, you're getting paid for it, and after you fucking beat somebody up, you just go sit in a box for five minutes and you're done. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, got it, man. Well, uh, two of the teammates. What's that? What's that? Oh, I was going to say, well, wow. two of the teammates I... you had, man, were, um, were Graham Garden and then... Uh, Mark Belanger, or excuse me, Mike Belanger. Sorry, I'm still I'm still laughing at the fact that you how you you kept out of your jail. <laughs> oh shit, that's too funny. Um, but yeah, so what was it like playing with them? Who's that, Belanger? Yeah. And who's the other one? Sorry, is that Kenny Belanger or which one? Uh, Mike. Mike, I don't even know who the fuck. I can't remember. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> dude, I don't know. I mean, I. I put- so many people. My head's fucking shot. Oh, shit. Oh, excuse me. My, not Belange. Mike Belange. Sorry, I can't even read my own fucking chip, my own chicken scratch. Mike Belange. Who the fuck? Where did he play? Where did I play with him? <laughs> In Renoke. B A R L A G E. Or G E. Oh, shit. All right, fuck it. Well, we'll skip Renoke then. We'll skip that. <laughs> Oh, no, Roanoke was good. I had the one guy, the goalie, uh, Mike James, was my that was my buddy. I still keep in touch with him all the time. Roly the goalie, man, he's awesome. So, um, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Roanoke was fun. It was like in Roanoke when I got there, I got off the bus and I got put in the house. And Mike James, I lived with Mike James, and um, he was like, "Who the fuck is this guy, man?" <laughs> I, I think I went. I got there. I was like 280 pounds, just jacked up, all steroided the fuck up. I oh like shit! Laughing. Just fucking juiced. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's great. Right out, right out of prison. Right out of prison. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Basically not supposed to be in the states. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be in the states. And it was like, okay. And then fucking. You know, I played my first game, and, you know, me and him became best friends. You know, I couldn't really skate. I mean, my legs and shit were so big, it was, like, crazy. <laughs> but I could still fight. I had to drop a few pounds. I mean, like, kind of crash diet. And worked out good. I mean, you know, I went from there. That's where I earned my nickname in Roanoke. So it was a good game. It was a good place to play. A lot of fun. 
Well, you did something right because you managed to get the attention of the St. John's Maple Leafs and even get into the AHL the very next year. <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly it. Just being a dummy. I remember, I remember the first like first fight that I think I had in Roanoke, or I had like three actually, three shifts, three fights, and I was like, and then that's when some one of them fucking hillbillies up in the stands with their Confederate flag started waving it around. He's like, this motherfucker's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, that's too great. <laughs> that, that's been with me since, man. That's just fucking hilarious. So it, it has been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Well, fuck. There you go. There's hockey in the south for you. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Ah, oh, the owner Henry. He was like a oil baron, and he's just like he came up to the bar. I remember being in the bar all drunk up, and you know he come up, and someone was starting shit. He grabs him around the neck, puts like a a 45 to the guy's head, and he goes, this is my place. You want to play around? I'll put a bullet in your head. I was like, oh, I was just dying laughing. I was like, I like, I like this place. <laughs> and that's the owner of the fucking team? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he, owned, uh, he, he owned Lancer Oil, man. He's like loaded, like super, like great guy, man. But he, he was crazy, dude. And So he loved me. It was just, it was priceless, man. That's too great, man. Well, so well, the next year yeah. you end up on uh, you end up in St. John's for a little bit with the Maple Leafs, yep. and a yeah, guy yeah, a I guy wanted to ask you about in there was Kevin McClelland, one of the uh, one of Gretzky's bodyguards. Oh, yeah. Mac, yeah, Mac was a great dude, man. He, me, and him became really good friends. I remember I sat down when I got called up. I was um, we went to dinner. I met the team. Um, I met the team. I think we were playing CDI or Capital District, and. Um, and uh, we were on, uh, we were eating that, we were eating dinner, and Mac and Rudy sat down with me post check, and uh, they're like, "What's your deal?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I guess you'll find out." You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so then we just started laughing. We got along, and then the next night, uh, me and Mac were in the penalty box. I fought uh, Dale Kushner. I just beat the piss out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, but he, he and Kush got up off the ice. He decided he was going to be like Superman, skated by the penalty box, and started yapping at me. So I pulled him in the penalty box and closed the door. And me and Mac <laughs> were in there, and we just beat the shit out of him. And he was like, "I love you, man." Oh, that's <laughs> fucking great, man. Oh, I couldn't uh, imagine uh, if that shit happened today, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh no, dude. He was he was skating by and he was yapping. I just like you know, I, like I basically took nothing from nobody. You know what I mean? Right. So he's yapping, skating by, and like I said, literally pulled them off the ice into the penalty box and there was me and Max sitting there and we just lumped them up. We closed the door so no refs could get in. <laughs> one, one was the fucking, one was the doorman, the other was beating the brakes off of him. That's fucking great. Well, that's it. It was, it was hilarious, man. Thanks. Oh, and, shit. Um, it was just kind of roll. It kind of rolled from there. Uh, right. And it was next year training camp in Toronto and then, yeah, it was all good, man. So, um, Went, went quick, that's for sure. And Absolutely. Turn your life around real fast. So. Well, one guy I wanted to ask you about before we leave the ECHL here is, uh, yeah. and he's gotten he's gotten popular with his own movies now, and for those who don't know, it's Doug the Hammer Smith, and Doug is actually the character <laughs> yeah. who played, or who was the uh, inspiration for Doug Glatt in the movie Goon. But what was it like fighting, or yeah. fighting Dougie? Uh, I mean, at first I was mad. He ended up being a real good guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's a great guy. But, I mean, you know, like, he needed his, he needed a shot. I mean, you know, everybody did it. You know, like, when I went up, every, you know, that's all I did was fight everybody. You know what I mean? And I, I remember in the dressing room, you know, we had Crawford as a coach, and he was like, look, no one's going to fight this guy. He's, 
for, you know, he can't skate, he can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was, he actually benched me. You know, he was even like, he's like, I ain't even putting you on ice with him because I know what'll happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so you had Van and Bush out there and Dougie tried to fight Bushy and then he tried to fight Blonde and then, you know, they wouldn't go because they listened to, you know, the coach. I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I went out there and Dougie came up and he's like, you're going to give me a shot at the title? And I'm like, oh yeah. And as I was skating down Crawford's like, don't you dare do anything. If you fight him, you're going to be at like, blah, 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 and fines and blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got it, buddy. <laughs> so he got yeah you know Dougie tried he got lumped up pretty bad you know but he took it like a champ and actually McCollin McCollin was playing with him and Mac was telling me about him in warm up he's like hey this guy's gonna want to fight you and we don't know nothing about him so just you know whatever I'm like I don't worry about it you know what I mean and yeah that was that so I mean he took his lumps and he was happy man I mean he got a good deal out of the whole thing so oh exactly you know I I think I'd feel the same way even if I got the fucking wheels beat off me. I'd be happy to be able to say I fucking fought Frank the Animal by Lois. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it. I, like I said, to be happy to get smashed up like that. He took it pretty good, man. I, both his eyes were messed up. His face was all caved in. Poor dude. Oh, yeah. But he took it, man. Uh, yeah, it was, that was rough. So, <laughs> hey, I ass off to him. Yeah, but you got to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'd never be where I am if no one gave me chances. You know what I mean? So, I, there's no way I could turn the kid away. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. It is what it is, what it is, dude. You know. So. Right. So you're yeah. in you're All in St. Good. John's again, uh, for mm-hmm. just a uh, for 69 games here, and you managed to rack mm-hmm. up 352 pims. But you also played with some players such as Ken McRae, Todd Gillingham, and uh, Ryan Vandenbush. What was it like playing with those guys? Yeah, Bushy's like my brother, man. Like, yeah, Bushy's a good kid. So. Uh, Gilly, great guy. I mean, they're all, you know what I mean? McCray, actually, me and him got called up to Toronto together. You know what I mean? So, it was, uh, you know, <laughs> Newfoundland was fun, man. I got to say, it's probably, like, between there and Philadelphia, probably the two funnest. I mean, I think all I did was drink and get laid and, and fucking play hockey. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, that's the fucking life, man. You can't ask for much more than that, that man. Was it, dude, that was it. Every, every day, dude. It was priceless. I mean, you got 50 bars all on one street. You know what I mean? Finish practice, go on to pub crawl, and bring three broads. So, what, you know, what else did you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. So, well, that that year, were you in? You went to the Leafs training camp that year. Oh yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. The what was the training I got, after I got called up? What was the training camp like? Did you have any crazy training camp stories? Oh, I mean, oh yeah. I mean, well, no. Like, I mean, training camp. They didn't even. I mean, uh, it was weird. Like every every time I went to someone's training camp, even when I came to Philly. Like, they never let me fight anyone. You know what I mean? It was, like, weird. Really? You know, like, I think in, um, yeah, man. It was, like, you know, like, when I came to Philly, which was odd because they were, like, the badass. You know, like, it was, like, you know, Broad Street bullies and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I remember first day in thing, I was going to, you know, I want to fight everybody. You know what I mean? I want to make my thing. And they were, like, what, Clark, he called me in. He's, like, yeah, you know, we don't want you fighting anyone because, you know, we know what you're all about, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, well, I guess I made the team then. You know what I mean? And, well, no, not necessarily. I'm like, well, then I guess I got to prove my point. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And, um, he was like, yeah. And he's like, no, nah, you know, so I'm like, well, fuck you. you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So, you know, I'm standing in front of the net and Hexall cross-checked me. And, uh, or, you know, uh, Samuelson, he shelf cross-checked me across the back. So I punched him in the mouth. And then Hexy came to save him. So I punched Hexy. He laid him out. And the practice just stopped. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right. And they called me up to the office. And I said, look, I'm not playing around. I want to make team I'm just gonna kill everybody you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and the next day dude he's like 
everybody, like Cordic, um, Keith, like Bruce, everybody was on my team. There was no one for me to fight, man. So we've basically lost every blue and white game. You know what I mean? We're terrible, you know. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was no one for me to fight, man. Like we, had, you know, it was crazy. That's hilarious. So you yeah. end up uh, you end up getting called up to Toronto. What was that feeling like? Oh, that was great, man. I mean, like uh, literally, you know, like I, I all my friends and everything were watching and you know, on, on Hockey Night in Canada and stuff. And it was just, it was just, you can't beat that feeling. I mean, that's every kid's dream, you know what I mean? I never thought I'd do that. You know, I was just like, ha- like I said, happy not to be in jail. So. Exactly. You were, you were literally in jail like <laughs> four okay. years before that. That's, that's it, exactly. Thanks, man. I'm going to be back. That's okay. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. So, good. How are you? Yeah. So, definitely interesting. Right. So, well, did you ever get to meet like uh, you know, what did you ever have any run-ins with Wendell Clark at all while you were on the team? Oh no, Wendell was awesome. I mean, him and Dougie, like Gilmore, you know what I mean? Like they they treated me like a king. Like I was there for a while. I only played four games, but I was there for like a long time, man. Like I mean, it was weird. I basically got bag skated every day, you know what I mean, and played when the when the game was Traveled with them, San Jose, Dallas, like everywhere. You know, and those guys were, they were great. You know, like when I got moved to Toronto, I was in a, we were on the road in, um, with St. John's, and I got the crew. I mean, I had no fucking clothes. I mean, I had, we were on this, like a two day road trip. So I think I had a suit and, uh, you know, fucking toothbrush, because I usually, when we go on the road, I don't even pack. You know what I mean? Just enough to go to the bar and brush my teeth. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, so I got called up, and I'm like, what the fuck, I got no clothes. Can I go home and get clothes? They're like, nope. And I went to Toronto, and they wouldn't let me go. They wouldn't let me go back. They're like, look, just buy new shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. like, with what fucking paycheck, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, once you get that first paycheck after two, well, like, that was nice, because Gilmore and Clarkie, like, I'd be eating in a restaurant, and they, they paid a tab before I even could get my bill, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. And Dougie took me and bought me this. But Dougie took me and bought me a suit in Vancouver, you know what I mean? Because I was wearing the same shit and getting it dry cleaned every day, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah, they're, they're like, I mean, those guys back then, that, it was a whole different fucking breed of hockey player, man. Like you said, I don't, I don't watch now. I don't, you know, it changed as I was playing. You know, there's, you know, hockey players were always humble, you know what I mean? You just, hey, thanks for coming out, buying everything. Now they think there's something fucking special, you know, and they, you know, they want to play forever. They don't want to get hurt. It was just, it's just, it's, fucking sickening man yeah i can't i don't watch it personally anymore i stopped watching about two years ago so i'm in the same boat as you <laughs> yeah. uh dude i can't it's like watching fucking painter i mean i take my customers so they got passes like the fire street is really well you know what i mean so i got passes i can take people i can you know what i mean and i mean i'm at the game i just go there and get shit hosts you know what i mean my like my brother will call me and be like what's the score I'm like i got no fucking clue hey seriously and i'm like nope <laughs> You're at the game, you don't even know the score. That's fucking great. Dude, don't even, don't even fucking know. Like uh, that whole game's over, and I'm like, what happened? And there is, <laughs> I don't even watch one second, man. So fucking boring. Playoffs is all right, but I mean, that's the most extent of it, dude. Oh fuck, that's too great, man. Well, you end up back in St. John's. Was it kind of disappointing a little bit that you got sent back down, or did you just say, "Fuck it, I'm still gonna fight everybody. Doesn't matter." Oh, no, you still got to do what you got to do. You're disappointed, you know what I mean? But, like, I mean, 
you know, it, it basically what you learn in hockey is, you know, like you're, it's a numbers fucking game. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they draft them. And like Kenny Belanger was, um, you know, drafted first round draft pick. You know what I mean? They're paying him three hundred thousand to be in the minors. You know what I mean? So, you know, he he got the he got the call next year at the beginning of the year. And, you know, and I got sent back down. You know what I mean? So, it's just you know he's a first round draft pick. They invest time, they invest money in them. You know what I mean? And it's right. the way it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can't be mad. You got to be thankful for you know the other guys that they're getting their thing. But you know, it's not always fair, and it's not. But that's the way the game is. You're a fucking number and a piece of meat. You know what I mean? And when they need you, they use you. When they don't, then someone else out there, you know, like they, they invest a lot of money, they're gonna push you to the side. That's it. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Just it's all business, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that's it. It's all it's all business. Like for me, like I think you know, there's there's a lot of times shit happened that guys that used to beat the fuck up all the time, and you know they're playing and they had NHL careers for like ten years, making all kinds of money. You know, it gets it pisses you off. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't complain. I mean, I made good money no matter where, but still, you know what I mean? It's nice to be like I used to fight Brashear like every game and beat his ass. You know what I mean? And the fucking Flyers bring him up and play him here. You know. It's, fucking crazy like a smack in the face yeah so it's got to be one of the that's probably one of the toughest toughest things besides the build-up of a fight but for your role is seeing other guys get called up when you're kind of winning fights and you you kind of don't know why you're not getting called up stuff like that it kind of it's got to wear on you man oh yeah definitely i mean that will cause you to turn fucking squirrely for sure you know and that's my problem maybe i should have stuck to it and behaved and not been an asshole and drank so much you know what i mean but the way i figured it's fucking <laughs> You know what? I'm going to have fun. If I'm not going to play up there, I'm going to have fun. You know, I did well. I mean, like, I, you know, in Philadelphia, I was, like, one of the highest-selling fucking jerseys. You know what I mean? I was, like, well, well-known. You know what I mean? Had the world by the balls. Oh, yeah? Not really, much, not really much to complain about, but, I mean, it's just, you know, the fucking paycheck, instead of making 800 grand, you're making, you know, two or 150. You know what I mean? So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, before we yeah. leave the, uh, you know, the St. John's Maple Leafs and the Toronto Maple Leafs, you happen to fight two yep. legendary tough guys, uh, Ty Domi and Tony Twist. What was it like fighting those guys? Ah, oh, that was great. I mean, Ty was kind of, Ty was a shitty fight. I wish we would have been better or we would have won again, but he didn't really want to fight anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you two, it looked like almost you, you both of you couldn't kind of get going. It just kind of slipped a little bit. Yeah, I slipped on my stick. I mean, no one even hit each other. We were throwing fucking bombs, you know what I mean? So it would have been nice to, you know, at least get hit or fucking hit him. But we just missed. It was like just a, it was like a fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? We were throwing. We were, it wasn't good. It wasn't a great fight either way. You know what I mean? No <laughs> right. one really won or lost. It's just, it just a shitty fight. You know what I mean? But I was a good guy. Skated with him in Winnipeg. You know what I mean? So he's, you know. Take your hat off. He did his job all the time. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. What was it like? That was the fun part. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what was it like fighting Twister? Oh, Twister was great because I already, like, first first shift of the game here, I thought I was, uh, I thought I was fucking Mario Lemieux, you know, dangling around fucking, I think I was doing a toe drag and fucking Greg Willannon hit me shoulder in the face. Smashed my fucking nose, man. Broke it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> my nose was just fucking completely smashed in. And um, I went to the bench, got it fixed. They straightened it all up. And then I went out and fought Twist. So, <laughs> That's and, fucking... And I did good. Yeah, you did, man. You held your own against Twister. 
Oh yeah, dude. He actually like at the end. I mean, you can if you ever watch the video and you watch it up close. They're like, "Are you guys done?" And I'm like, "I was like, no way, man. Let's keep going." And he's like, "I'm done." And he gave me a pat on the ass. So it was a great feeling, you know what I mean? So right, yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't, didn't quite like have him. that. Uh, he didn't quite have the reputation like he had in St. Louis, but he was still a tough motherfucker coming up in Quebec, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's all, it's all, like I said. It's all it's the same thing. He gave me a shot, you know. Like that was the same thing with you know with Doug. You know what I mean? You got right. To, you got to give guys their shots. You know what I mean? So exactly. Take my hat off to the flip for that. You know, I you know I was dying to fight Proby. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we were, we were, that was playoffs. We were playing. We were playing Chicago in the playoffs, and we were lined up, and and Bushy was playing. So it was like I told Bushy, I'm like, make sure you tell him I'm going to him if we play, man. You know, like I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool, man. But I didn't get to play. I got sad out. So. Oh shit! Well, that's not that's not something everybody hears. Is I I really wanted to fight Probert. <laughs> not too many people say that. There's no question. Like I was going for sure, man. So, well, after after that, you find yourself in the uh, in the Philly Phantoms organization. How did that kind of happen? Uh, I just I, like I mean I got traded and I was like this is gonna suck. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you know that was the first time they ever expanded into um, you know like a big market with a AHL team. Yeah, I mean, Philly was, like, the first place that, that really happened. You know, now they did it in Toronto and, you know, but, like, in Philly, I mean, the first game we played, fuck, we only had, like, 2,000 fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I was like, this is going to fucking suck, you know? And I really didn't want to get traded here because I didn't know what, you know, I didn't know who. I mean, it's the best thing that ever happened to me, but, I mean... You know, but your first game, I remember I was sitting on the blue line. And I started, Billy started me. We were playing Kentucky. And um, we were playing Kentucky, and I wanted to fight. I can't remember. I think it was Steve Webb or someone. I'm like, when the puck drops, let's go, you know. He's like, okay. I'm not, I'm not fighting you. I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so the puck drops, flare off. I hit him with a bomb. He tries to turn around and take off, and I got him by the back of the shirt, and I'm punching him in the side of the head, back of the head, laid him out. Fucking the whole place stands up and goes nuts. Hey, I'm on the phone. Yeah, um, so they, you know, and it was only like 2,000 people, you know what I mean? I was like, wow, fucking noisy bunch, you know what I mean? Right, well, yeah, it's no, the I'm, fucking, everybody loves a good fight, man. <laughs> well, Philly's like, like, I got to say, man, I played everywhere. And these fuckers are nuts. It's hilarious. The rate down, like, out of control. So, after that first night, you know, there's stuff on the on the news. And I'm, like, sitting there at home watching TV. And they're, like, you know, like they interviewed me after the game. Because I, I think I had another fight, too. And I beat the shit out of someone. And it, people were just going fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Right. And, um... I was, like, fuck them broad street boys. I said, we're the Hall... Because we played out of Holly, though. I'm like, we're the Holly Dell hoodlums. <laughs> I'm going to put a show on for you people. <laughs> oh, man, they had... I'm sure, did they make that into a fucking t-shirt? Because I'm sure that would have sold real quick, too. I am. Uh, oh, I know. And, dude, it just it just went crazy. I mean, it went from 2,000 fans to 3,500 to 5,000, 6,000. You know what I mean? And the more I fought, the more people came. You know what I mean? 
And the more they put me on the news, the more they put me in the newspaper. You know, it was like, it was fucking crazy, man. Exactly. Well, it's um, like it's like my uh, my buddy over at Fourth Line Voice says, "Red Ice sells," and it's I mean it sounds Neanderthal, but it's true. <laughs> well, that's it. Um, oh shit! I mean, you go to games now. People sit on their hands. There's nothing. You know what I mean? Back then, we'd have a ball, line ball, or bench clear. Whole fucking building was standing up. Oh, exactly. Well, it's the only two. It's the only time people stand up is with it when there's a goal or a fight. I don't see anybody running out of the fucking stands when there's a fight happening. I don't know where the illusion comes from of nobody likes fighting in hockey, that's but funny. whatever. That's bullshit, dude. They love it. Exactly. Batman fucked up hockey. Oh fuck! I couldn't agree more, man. <laughs> a lot of people don't like him for it either. <laughs> dude, it's, it's like watching fucking tanks live. Go to Europe if you want to watch that. Give us back, you know, the real game. Exactly. Hockey players were the ultimate, hockey players were the ultimate gladiators, man. It really was, man. It was it, the old enforcers are just insane. Oh yeah, I know. I remember when we were in Philly, the football players used to always go out and sit like the Eagles and stuff like that, and they'd be, you know, they'd be in a bar with us, and they're like, "You motherfuckers are insane." You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's like. <laughs> you got to, you know I mean, you got to skate, you got to fight, you got to, you got to do it all. You know what I mean? Right, and that means something when it's a fucking football player saying you guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it exactly. It was Mike. Actually, I used to hang out with him all the time. Mike Mula, so he was great. You know what I mean? Like to party and have fun. Great guy. So, so yeah, a lot of fun. A couple of guys you happened to fight that year in Philly too. I want to ask you about is the, uh, the unfortunately, but the uh, the late Wade Belak. What was it like fighting Belak? Right, he was a great kid. I mean, he was in predicament. I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened. That's sad. You know what I mean? But you know, he played in Hershey. You know, he's a tough kid. He, he did did what he had to do, and he didn't always want to fight. You know what I mean? But. He did it. That's what you, you know. Like I said, a lot of these guys, they say, "Oh, I didn't want to do that." I mean, what else were you gonna do? You know, no one, no one held your fucking by the neck and made you fight. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So, but I mean, Belak was a good kid. I mean, I fought him. I fought his brother. I mean, uh, you know, Percy, we had Hartley, so he was a mental case. And he'd have every time. Every time we played Hershey, there'd be like three, four guys on the East Coast League with like 600 minutes, 700 minutes. Holy shit. I knew they were all there. No, they were always there to fight me, and I'd beat the shit out of them and just go laugh at them. <laughs> Actually, so hardly, I told Hardy I was going to jump in the bench and beat the fuck out of him. But. That's fucking great, man. <laughs> Another guy you happened to fight that year was uh, Mark Major. What was it like fighting him? You guys had a pretty good toe-to-toe battle. Or a battle. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't bad. I kind of got caught at the end of my shift with that one, and you know, I, you know, he, he, you know, he, 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 I don't. Mark wasn't like a big heavyweight that he held his own and shit. You know what I mean? But kind of got me by surprise, and it was on the boards. I wasn't really ready. If I tried to fight him again, he didn't want to go. You know what I mean? But, right. Yeah. So I the mean, next year, though, you end up. Uh... You end up in the IHL with the Indy Ice, and you're there with with none other than Ryan Vandenbush again. What was that like? Uh, dude, I love Bushy. Bushy's like my brother, man. You know, he's he's a great kid. You know what I mean? I right. Career. Hell, man. You know what I mean? 
not a big guy, but fuck the heart of a fucking lion, dude. Oh, absolutely. Well, his fight with Bonvi is like one of the greatest hockey fights of all time, the one that goes on for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I know. Crazy. What was the IHL like? You know, that's a defunct league now, but what, how was it playing there? Uh, it was okay. I mean, it was it was sad because, like I said, I went from the I, well, I went from here to Portland. I hated Portland, so I wanted out. I told him, I'm like, I got to go. I'm not staying here. I'll quit. You know what I mean? Uh, so they got me out of there, and then they sent me over to, um, they sent me over to, um, you know, the Indianapolis or whatever, which was good. But it, it sucked, man. Like, you know, you, you in Philly, you know, they told me I was never going to get traded again. It's just that, it's that ruthless sports mentality. You know, you're never getting traded. You know, because I asked, can I, you know, I'm going to buy a, hey, please, tank, come here. I'm going to buy a house. And I had a couple houses. My daughter was born. You know what I mean? So it was like, we don't end the fuckers trade me. And I'm like, what's this all about? You know what I mean? And it was just, you know, Clarky got fed up with all the media and he didn't want to deal with it. You know, why aren't they calling me up? Why aren't they giving me a chance? You know what I mean? So, you know, I hurt my knee playing in the playoffs the year before when we played St. John's or whatever, or St. John. And, you know, I wasn't supposed to play for um, almost six months because that was a rehab. And, um, like, after four months, they were like, you're either playing or, you know, you're not going to play this year. Oh, I started shit. playing. I was playing on, yeah, I was playing and playing on one leg. And then they, you know, came up with this bullshit that I wasn't going to be the same. And you know, I was fighting and still doing everything, but it was hard. You know, what I mean, I didn't have my recovery time. Right. And the fuck. Then they traded me, so I was mad at them for that. But I mean, we made amends, and you know, they take care of me and stuff. So it is what it is. Like I said, it's a fucking business. So. Well, you end wow. up. You end up. Uh, you end up back in Philly. And uh, <clears throat> you happen to win the Calder Cup. What was it like winning that thing, man? Wow. That's, you can't beat that. You know what I mean? Winning any championship. I mean, fuck, I played 16 years and I never won a championship. Just the one, you know? So, it's, you, you know, you can't, you, you know, you can't. It's like that Stanley Cup. Some guys will play their whole career and never have one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Look at Keith, you know what I mean? Rube, he's just... Oh, I was so happy to see him coach. get... I was so happy to see him get it as a coach. Oh, dude, absolutely, man. Yeah, he's a great fucking guy. He's, like, really, like, a really good guy. Old school, awesome. You got any good Barube stories for us? What's that? You got any good Barube stories uh, for us? Uh, he's a beauty, man. He's just, I mean... Kind-hearted, good guy, go to war, you know what I mean? There's not much you can... <laughs> he was a little bit more tame than, you know, than us, but... <laughs> <laughs> I forget where it was, but I heard something where somebody... He was in a fight and somebody asked him why didn't he throw with his left hand and Brube was just like, because I didn't fucking need to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chief was a tough dude, man. He was like, definitely, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So. Well, you had uh, you had a guy on your team with the Philly Phantoms that year named uh, Steve McLaren. What was it like playing with Steve? Mac was great, but that's when when I got hurt. Mac, after the year, Mac got moved. Came in there, great guy, like awesome. But he was um, he was playing and he was kind of taking over from me or whatever. Um, right. He got in a fight with Scott Parker, 
and plus it smashed his face all up, nose and everything. So Mac was out for a while. You know what I mean? And that's when they were. That's when they forced me to play because we didn't have any other toughness. Gotcha. Yeah. I think I remember that fight. That great. fight with uh, that fight with Parker. Like blew his nose out and everything, but he ended up coming back and still winning the fight. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, close. Like I said, Parker's a big kid. You know what I mean? I don't think he really enjoys fighting though. You know what I mean? So. Uh, right. Mean, but he. Yeah. Well, that year also oh, with no, Philly. Some, What's up? Some some guys, you know, they when like you fight them, and you just knew they love doing that. You know what I mean? Like other guys, you're like they're like, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? It's like weird. Right. It's just well, it's like you're doing it because you know it's your only shot at making it, and so your heart's not my. It's into it, but it's not completely into it. To where the dudes that love fighting were just fucking crazy. <laughs> Then you see idiots like me, and you know I know a bunch of them. And you're fighting, and you got a smile on your face ear to ear as you get punched in the mouth. You know what I mean? It's great. <laughs> so that year with Philly, though, you happened to fight uh, another minor league legend, Mister Rocky Hockey, uh, Rocky Thompson. What was it like fighting him? Ah, that was good. That was a good show. Rocky's a good kid, but I remember, I remember when uh, we were getting into the playoffs, and I remember my mom called me. She's like. What are you going to do with Rocky? Because he was like, you know, like you just said, Mr. Mr. Killer, you know, whatever. And everyone's like, oh, that's the up and coming you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the first fight, I mean, I think I broke his orbital bone and something else. I broke a bunch of shit in his face. But, I mean, he came back and fought. I mean, we were playing in St. John's. The second fight was... Um, the second play, I remember I, I, my knee was all fucked up. I was getting it drained like every warm-up, you know, like 80, 90 cc's out of it. And I was just basically sitting on the bench to keep things calm, you know what I mean? Right. And I remember we were losing like 6 to 1 or something stupid. The whole building was like, ah, you fucking pussy. And I remember Billy looked over at me. He's like, what do you think? And I'm like, fuck it, just put me out there. <laughs> <laughs> I went out on the ice and whole fucking building stood up. Oh, I'm sure. Put the Rocky team. Oh, yeah, the Rocky team came on. There comes Rocky, eh? And his wife was sitting up in the stands with some friends of mine. And we're around. He is so afraid of that guy, but he's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so he came out, and um, he came out, and he's like, okay. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. Um I mean, you couldn't hear a fucking, you couldn't hear yourself talking there, man, in that building. It was so loud. A couple punches later, I he was laying down, and I was, like, skating to the box, and I'm, like, put the Hulk Hogan ears up. I'm, like, pretty quiet in here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love, I won't, speaking of, cele- like, celebrating after a fight, I kind of laugh at people who are, like, oh, it's classless to celebrate after a fight and blah, blah, blah. Fuck that, dude. If you win a fight, who gives a shit? You got so much adrenaline, you just want to fight in front of, you know, 5,000 people. Fuck that, celebrate. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I wasn't a big celebrator, but, I mean, if I was really pissed off and someone was asking for it, yeah, you want to shove it up their ass, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But other than that, I mean, half the time you're just fighting your friends, you know, back in the day. Yeah, you know, so there's no reason to celebrate. You're just doing your job, you know what I mean? But, exactly. 
Every once in a while, though, you got to you got to put a little salt in the wound, though. <laughs> well, I remember we were playing um, we were playing Carolina, and uh, they brought some kid up by the coast or something, and um, first fight, it was in the spectrum, so I used to get really pissed. Like I usually didn't get knocked off my feet or anything. You know what I mean? Like no, and um, I pulled the kid, and it kind of slipped, and he fell on me. And he fucking gets up all happy, hands in there. I'm like, what the fuck? So we're sitting in the box, and I was in tagging. I'm like, man, you did really good. I said, he's like, I think you're the champ. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I said, dude, fuck, you did really good. I said, you know, you, you do it one more time, you'll be the fucking king of the world. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Went out, squared off. Dude, I missed his fucking head with a punch. I broke his collarbone and hit him. Oh, then, Jesus then Christ. Broke, broke, yeah, then broke his jaw. And then that was the last game he played. <laughs> oh, holy shit. You just ruined a kid's fucking career. <laughs> hey, but you uh, know what? He celebrated uh, after that bullshit. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? I was pretty mad. I was out there to prove a point, and I was pretty vicious. But, I mean, I didn't try and hurt him. I, like, I mean, I was hitting him to hurt him. But then when he was hurt, I just let him go. And he was, like, unconscious. He just fell to ice. So I was just like, oh, fuck, yeah, you know. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> oh, shit, that's fucking crazy. Um, oh, man. But cool. That's the same thing. That's like Rocky in the first fight. I knew I hurt him real bad, so I was holding him at the end. I'm like, yeah, enough, man. Just stop. Yeah. I think he had a broken orbit. Right, and well, that's like the mythical code that people like to talk about now, and they think it's like a, a set of rules you have to play by when there's a hockey fight, but it's not the case at all. But there's a certain point where there is yeah. like there is a respect among you know enforcers such as yourself, where if a guy's really oh, injured and you know you ain't gonna take no more, you're gonna stop. Oh, definitely. I mean, like I said, you, you know, you're all doing the same thing. You're not there to kill anyone, or. I mean, if someone's being a cocky or a fuck, obviously you want to knock his head off, you know what I mean? But you don't want to, you don't want to do shit to hurt him for his life or, you know what I mean? But, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, you know, like the, 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 the true tough guys, like, you know, like Domi, those guys that like you fight, and, you know, if you've seen the guy hurt, most of the time you just stop, you know what I mean? Unless your adrenaline's flowing. But if you see that, you know, he's fucking done, you're not going to keep hitting him, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Well, another guy you fought that year too um, was Rob Skurlak. How was he? Oh, Rob was a big guy, man. I fought him a few times. He's just big, like fucking big. Like I mean, him, Tara, there's a big, big voice, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I got fucking alligator arms as it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got these fucking trees. You got these trees that are fucking, you know, six, seven, six, eight. You're like, holy. Fuck, man, you can't even reach them. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to, you have to, I, used to call, I used to call it climbing the tree. You have to fucking work your way up and then just start cutting it down. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, so the next year after that, though, you uh, you end up in Hershey. Uh, how was that? Did you like Hershey or did you, did you miss Philly? No, Hershey was good. I mean, it was nice and quiet. My, my, like I said, my daughter was born, so it was like the kind of world was changing around and you know, at that point, you could see the guys, you know, like, you'd be in warm-up. When you look back when I played, you know, in warm-up, you'd be, like, telling the guys across, hey, we're going tonight, we're going, you know what I mean? We're going, you know. Right. 
and, and these kids are lining up beside you. Hey, buddy, how's your day? How was your night last night? Jump with me. Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, shut up. Go stay on your side, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. Fuck, it's Dude, like cocktail it's like, hour during warm-ups fun. now. Yeah, no shit. Like, they all sit there and, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just stupid. Like, I, you know, one of the worst fucking pricks in hockey, but he makes me laugh all the time. We actually fight on some radio shows. Is fucking... Uh, Matthew Barnaby. I mean, he, that's one funny fucking dude, man. He used to drive me ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's funny because oh. everybody hated Barnaby at the time, but I wish, like, fucking hell there was a guy in the NHL like Barnaby again. And I well, I think it's funny that they, people call him a pussy, too. He took on fucking everybody, regardless if he ran his mouth and did a lot of antics. He still fucking fought everybody, you know? Yeah, fucking right, dude. I remember, I remember when we were playing here, we were playing him... He was in Rochester, and we're skating around and go go buy him and warm up. And he's like, "Yeah, you're all mine tonight, sugar pie." And I'm like, "Fuck you!" We <laughs> come around again. He's like, yeah, I'm up you down and blah blah blah. And I, you know, I was getting aggravated. I was like, "Yeah, okay, motherfucker." Third time around, I dropped the cloud and fucking sucker. I'm gonna him out and start a fucking brawl and warm up. Oh fuck, like, that's hey, great. Uh, then, I, then I chased him around the whole game, and he went fight. You know what I mean? He knew I was gonna fucking kill him. I was fucking mad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Laid him out in warm ups. That's too great. Fuck! You don't even see that oh, shit anymore. God, then, I miss old hockey. I couldn't, I couldn't stand him. He just kept skating by me. I was like, Ah, I'm gonna fucking do this to you. Yeah, I'm gonna do that to you. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, fuck you. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> that was it. Good night, fucker. Yeah. Oh shit, that's funny as hell, man. Well, why you and Hershey? Like you said, have what's up? I said, you know, and we talked a few times on the radio. We have some battles. <laughs> shit, he's just a funny dude. He's like Frankie. You couldn't even catch me, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> that's too. Good. It's fucking. T- it's funny because you just laugh at it. It's just typical fucking Barnaby. Like I wouldn't expect anything else from him. Ah, no, that's it. He's just, like I said, it was fucking priceless. He's just that fucker gift the gab and never shut the fuck up and just aggravating as a motherfucker. It's like having a knot up your nose, man. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Fuck. Well, fuck, he knew his role yeah. and he he played it to the T, man. He fucking, he did it well. Oh, fucking A right, dude. I mean, yeah, like you said, he, you know, he opened his mouth, but he took his ass whippings and he, you know, like I said, hats off to you, bud. You know That's I mean? the thing, too. He'd be getting his ass kicked in a fight, but he would just be laughing the whole fucking time, just pissing you off. The, like, it's like, Jesus Christ, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> you, you, like, I'm telling you, you want to fucking kill him. It's just that attitude is fucking hilarious. Just, it was, I thought it was great, but... Uh. Oh, man, absolutely. Well, while you were in Hershey, though, you happened to get on the team with uh, Mr. Scott Parker. What was uh, what was the sheriff like? Uh, Park, like I said, he's a great kid. I mean, he just, I don't, I, I mean, honest to God, I don't think that was his mentality, you know, like, you know, to be, you know, he had the role, he had the look, you know what I mean? But I don't think he thoroughly enjoyed <clears throat> doing what he did, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You did know. you ever? Did you happen to see the film Ice Guardians by any chance? See what? Did you happen to see the film Ice Guardians um, on Netflix? With Scott Parker's in it. No, I didn't see that. No. Oh man, you have to check it out. He he he's in it, and he's getting interviewed in there. Um, he, he said he liked the role, and apparently he would like grunt. 
and like talk to guys while they're fighting him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I never seen that side of him. You know what I mean? So. Maybe it just developed because you know it was the same thing with from what I've heard with like Brian McGratton. Like at first, it's kind of like uh, I don't know, and then once you realize your role, and then you kind of get better at it. It's when you start liking it a bit more, right. you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard. I mean, like you line up, and that's your thing every day, and you got. Oh yeah, it's the hardest fucking job in sports, man. There's no doubt. Like you're walking around, like I mean, half the fucking, you know, basically, I'd walk around half the season with lumps on my head. You know what I mean? So, and I mean, it was funny. It was it was always funny. Like, my head's made of fucking cement, so I just, like, laugh. I mean, I used to laugh at people. I mean, I remember being in a fight here, you know, in Philly, and and, um, it was right in front of my bench, and I remember stopping, you know, and saying, like, look at this bitch. He can't fucking punch. You know what I mean? And and the guy sitting there teeing off hit me probably about 15 times, but I was just laughing, turned around, fucking one-punched him. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. And... (laughs) <laughs> you know, people just shake their head. It's just, you know, whatever. Exactly. It's a <laughs> it is what it is. It's a yeah, it's a nerve-wracking gig, you know what I mean? I can see how guys say, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's tough. It is tough, man. You know what I mean? You got to go out there and do it every day. Did you have you that know, trouble kind of sleeping at night at all? Oh, fuck no, dude. I got no issues. <laughs> no, you don't. Worry. You just I'm said, old, just said, fuck it. I don't give a shit. You know, whatever happens, happens. I'm getting this fucking nap in, whether they like it or not. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Dude, I never, I never had. I don't. You know, what I mean, there's, I would have been doing it if I wasn't doing it there. I would have been doing it on the street in a bar. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to do it and have fun doing it, make money, and and not fucking spend my life in jail. You know what I mean? So right, it's fucking great. So, well, that year you're in Hershey, you happen to fight uh, Eric Bolton. What was it like fighting him? Ah, I, fuck, he's a pussy, man. I don't like that kid at all. I still don't like him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 yeah. what did you like about him? Ah, he's just always yappy. I didn't even think he was tough. I really, I just thought he was a fucking pretender. You know what I mean? Actually, my last game when I played in Hershey, I got fucking suspended for like ever. I think that's what made me quit. I retired the next year. Because I was trying to, we were losing like 6-1 in the playoffs and no one would do nothing. And then uh, Felino put me out there. He's like, well, you go do something. He put me out there with like nobody. Like I had nobody. You know what I mean? Like I was by myself and they had all their bolt was there. He's like, I'm not fighting. You know, like I punched him in the head. He he fell down, cried like a little baby. So they gave me, you know, like a, I thought I was getting two minutes for it. You know what I mean? Figure, fuck, I'll go to the box and. You know, I was skating to the box, and I'm like, ah, you know, when I get out in two minutes, I'm going to fucking beat everyone up anyways. And the ref was like, you don't got two, you got a 10, a five, and something. I was like, fuck you. And I, I was in the penalty box. I came out, went and suckered someone, and I started a line brawl. <laughs> like they, I think they had Greg, Bear, Bolton, this other kid. And there was a bunch, but I, I was fighting with everyone. And I, I went fucking apeshit, dude. I mean, I, was, I, was, I beat the one guy up on the ice, knocked him out got drug over the boards. I had, like, both our routes, the lines went on me. I was like, they finally got me into the bench. The trainers had me around the neck. I was throwing sticks from our bench into their bench. Then I tried to run around the... Yeah, I tried to run around the back of the thing through the cops. I was fighting with the cops. It was fucking crazy. (laughs) So they locked (laughs) me in the dressing room. Fuck yeah. That was it, man. I was like, fuck, I'm going out in style. 
I got suspended for like 15 games, like a $30,000 fine, something stupid. I don't know what it was. That was your that was your swan to- song going out like that. <laughs> that was it, man. I was like, fuck, I, you know what? Everyone else going to do it. I'm, I'm fucking, I ain't, you know what I mean? I'm going out in style, man. So that well, was it, dude. It was, it was it for a little bit, but you ended up coming back about four years later in the crazy uh, Quebec League known as the LNH. What was it like playing there? Was it kind of like shell shock where you kind of like, holy fuck, what kind of league is this? Or was like, or was the mentality, fuck yeah, this is the kind of league I want to be in? Oh, yeah, it was great. I mean, I just wish I was in better shape. I mean, I was, you know, I wasn't even skating that much. I mean, I played a couple alumni games. I hadn't fought in, you know, forever, and it was like, you know, it was like a, but I mean, that was fun, man. That was fucking, I love that place. <laughs> you know, you get paid to fight again, you know what I mean? So it was great. It was, it was a good time, man. Absolutely. I just wish I was a little bit more, you know, but you don't play for like a month or two months, and then I just go there and fight all their heavyweights, you know what I mean? So it was, it was it, that was tough. <laughs> I love the L&H, man. Oh, yeah. And I did it as much as I could, you know what I mean, with, with, circumstances of working and all the other bullshit you know what i mean so, right or um, yeah fucking all the train horns the fucking all the the crazy uh square offs and shit like that i fucking love the lnh i know people out there like the, all the hockey purists hate it but i fucking love it <laughs> the best that's the best so you fight some you fight a couple big name guys there though. Uh I mean fuck, you fought Dean yeah. Mayran, John Morasti, Sebastian Sear. What what was it like fighting those guys? Well, it was good. I mean, like I said, for not being in shape and you know, basically not playing, not fighting. I mean, you know, i you know me, I'm gung ho, man. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Good fighting. Yeah. And I mean those were like I like I said, I never backed down. I fought the toughest of the tops, you know what I mean? And you know, oh fuck yeah! That, well, just Mayran and Morasti alone—that's a fucking great rap sheet. You wouldn't see me fucking going out there to fight those guys. Well, uh, dude, in a heartbeat. Like I said, I didn't turn away. I didn't. I don't give a flying fuck. You know what I mean? So right. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so after the LNH, excuse me. Well, I should say after your first stint with the LNH, you end up in. And for those out there, look this team up and look up their history. You end up with the Danbury Trashers in the United Hockey League. What was it like with Danbury? Because I, fu- I love the story of the fucking team. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, the owner, Jimmy, is just like a phenomenal dude, man. Like, great guy. And, you know, it was the same thing. Like, I mean, you know, you have a name, you have a reputation. Are you in shape? And, you know, absolutely not. But, you know, people want to give you... You know, if someone calls you up and says, "Hey, I'm going to give you five grand or two thousand or whatever to come play and play two minutes." I mean, so you're making, you know, if you get twenty five hundred dollars for a game, you're making fucking twenty five hundred dollars for basically a minute of fucking work. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Where are you going to make money like that? Exactly. You know, and that's, that's, I, I laugh with the that the same people who say that shit about the LNH, like, why would players go and play there? Well, motherfucker, the money was rolling in that league. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. And, <clears throat> And the dummies made all the money. You know what I mean? That was the greatest league. It's the greatest league in the world. The guys <laughs> that deserve it. <laughs> you know I mean? One so. thing I want to ask about with uh, with the Trashers, besides a couple of your teammates, we'll get to them in a second, um, is how was Section 102? Was that cr- was it as crazy as they made it se- as as I've heard it or as people oh. have made it seem? How was that section, yeah. man? 
Ah, they were just fucking nuts. It was fucking great. That whole place was just fucking set up for fucking evil. That's why it was the evil empire, man. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. It was just a gross shit. They were just fucking nuts, dude. I mean, it was funny. The, the only shitty thing is, is that, you know, like, that team was so tough and had so much that, like, the other teams were just terrified to even come in there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think half the time, like, when I was playing, their, their fucking tough guys would sit out, you know, or got hurt, mystery injuries, you know what I mean? Like That's the Danbury like, no flu. Oh, yeah, big flu, man. Yeah, that place, like, I mean, that was a scary lineup. I mean, there was a lot of tough, you know what I mean? So, Well, did you happen to play with John Morasti when he was on the team there? No, I didn't play with John. I mean, like I said, the only time I met him really was just uh, <laughs> when I went to the Quebec League, I mean, but. I, he's a tough kid, man. You know, I, I talked to I've talked to him. He's a great guy. You know what I mean? But, oh yeah, Marashi's a fucking and, uh, beauty, man. He's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Oh, he just did his job. He's a tough kid. You know what I mean? So I'm glad he got a shot because I mean that was a weird transition because he played in that, you know, the Quebec League there, and then he finally got it up to the American League and stuff. That was great. You know what I mean? And he did good there. So yeah, I, w- I wish like hell he would have been able to crack an NHL roster, but unfortunately, y'all's role was kind of out going out the door at the time. So you never never was able to get a game. No, yeah, you're not. I mean, it's it's so hard coming from there because you're not the part, you know, the prodigy child. You know what I mean? Like I was saying. You know, if you're not drafted and they don't have anything vested in you, they don't really give a fuck. They use you when they need you, and that's it. You know what I mean? And if there's no need, then you're out the door. You're the first one gone, you know? so. Right. Well, I just got a couple more for you, man. I don't want to keep you too, too long. Um, but <clears throat> so after after your hockey career, well, you ended it with one game in Danbury. So your, your swan song was with the Trashers, and I fucking love that. That's beautiful. But... um. <laughs> So you end up actually getting inducted into the Philadelphia Phantoms Hall of Fame in 2005. What a fucking honor! What like yeah. <laughs> like? What was it like Dude, being able to get inducted only, into that man? Only in Philly, man. You know what I, mean? <laughs> That's what I, I love like, this place. Was like you know, like like I said, when I came here, I really didn't want to come here. You know, and I came here and I meet the people and I meet the fans and. I mean, you, you really couldn't ask for a better place to play hockey, man. You know what I mean? Like, I just, they're good people. Like, you know, they're, it's blue collar. It's not the same anymore because nobody fights and nobody does nothing. You know what I mean? Right. But it'll never be the same. Like, nah, like if you're, if you're, if you're a hardworking, you know, grunt, you know, in this city, I mean, the people just respect you immensely. Like they know your role and they know, and they respect you for it. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking crazy, dude. Like, I mean, what, what an honor to play. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Well, I think it's the, the best part about that, in my opinion, too, is you didn't score goals. You didn't put up the points. They literally just retired your number because of you fuck, You bled for the sweater and you put on a show for the crowd every fucking night. And it's something that's so overlooked that's- with you guys. And, it, like, what a fucking honor that's got to be, man. Like, really. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what I was, it's just, you know, they, they respected you for what you did. I mean, like, like, like you said, I didn't score goals. I didn't, you know what I mean? And we played in the era when, you know, Lindros is here, LeClaire, you know what I mean? There were some huge names in Philadelphia. I mean, I was, I was like the third highest selling jersey in Philadelphia sports. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fucking awesome at the that, same time. Yeah, dude, like that's, that's, 
it, it was it was fucking incredible, man. Like you know what I mean? That shit just doesn't happen, you know? Exactly. So yeah, and I mean, I, like I mean, you have to, you have to wait almost two two months to get a jersey of mine. You know what I mean? It's fucking nuts. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. I've actually, you know, what I'm gonna yeah. I'm trying to get one of your fucking trasher jerseys. There's one out there somewhere, and I'm gonna try to get it here soon. But hopefully, I can fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I said I know there's stuff floating around. Some of it's bullshit. I mean, I had a couple jerseys stolen from a hockey school here, like Philly ones. But oh, that's I mean, fucking uh, bogus, man. Yeah, I know. It's just my stupidity. I left them in the dressing room, and I was like, "Fuck," you know what? Well, so I noticed. I, um, I noticed you also got into boxing after hockey. What was it like, kind of transitioning into that after uh, the hockey life? It's hard. I mean, that's a different world. Like, I love fighting. You know what I mean? I, I kind of, if I was younger, I would have did the MMA shit because I really like that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, the, the boxing is it's good, you know, but, I mean, those guys are smart, man. They got skills. You know, like my first fight, I ended up with the idiot who just wanted to go to the middle of the ring and slug it out with me. You know what I mean? Which is like, not, you know, you've seen what happened. <laughs> you fucking right. out. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, the second guy, the second time I fought, I fought, you know, I, I, I was the idiot. Like I said, you think fighting is just show up and have a fight. You know what I mean? You know, so I worked all day. My trainer was like, did you work all day, you asshole? And I'm like, no. He's like, you're full of shit. So I was gassed. I mean, I put a 12-hour day in work, showed up. <laughs> oh, fight. shit. Fought, oh, yeah, I fought a guy that had, like, fucking, you know, I think he had, like, 50 amateur fights. Real tall, too. You know, they changed the fighter on me, like, two weeks before my fight. You know what I mean? And he was real tall, like six five. Like you know, I got real short reach too. Like my arms are just like alligator arms. You know what I mean? A lot of power, but you know, you got to climb up. You know what I mean? And when you can't touch people or hold them, it's a different story. You know what I mean? So right. And uh, the guy just took a fuck. I couldn't hit him, man. I just couldn't hit the fucking kid. You know, so it took a fucking bite. You know, it took a long time, and just ended up fucking losing. well i mean fuck you even have to just the balls or the amount of pride you have even just transitioning from hockey fighting to boxing because you know it it can translate over a little bit but it's completely different than fighting on ice you know oh dude completely like i said you can't grab like you know like when you're on the ice you you know you can get you can even if you have your your one hand on the guy you know it's like it's like a fucking guided missile system you know what i mean especially when you hit as hard as i do you know what i mean it's like that's all you have to do. You have to be in your range. You got to find your range. One hand, you know, even if you got on the front of his jersey, on the back. Like I used to like wrapping my hand around the back of your head, so your head couldn't give. And then, you know, now you're in my range completely. And then I just throw bombs. You know what I mean? Right. So you know, every every punch is an intent to really hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, man, I just got two more questions for you, and I'll let you get going, man. I know you're probably fuck. You probably got to get a protein shake and all that bullshit in you after the fucking gym. <laughs> So, so, out of all your fights you've had, what would you say is probably your favorite fight? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Twist was my favorite because it was like my first game in NHL. You're fighting like kind of an icon, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, that, that, I think that by far was probably, you know, my favorite and, you know, whatever, so. <laughs> and you stood your ground on it, too, yeah, man, so that's all that matters. <laughs> you didn't go down. Oh, uh, well, that's it, exactly, so, yeah. All right, man, and the last like question. 
I ask uh, I ask everybody here, do you have any regrets? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's what I like to Not hear. <laughs> oh yeah. shit, absolutely, man. Well, I mean, fuck. I mean, how could you? You got the Hall of Fame, the Calder Cup. Fuck, dude. What more could you ask for, right? Nothing, dude. I mean, like I said, you're given you're given choices in life, and you do it. And I mean, that that's a huge thing. I, you know, can't ask for any better. You know, absolutely. So. Yep. Well, man, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit here and yap with my damn ass for uh, a little bit here but <laughs> it's been a fucking uh, been a real pleasure. pleasure oh my my pleasure man i really appreciate it thanks for thinking of me so <laughs> absolutely man we, that's the goal here we tr- we try not to uh me and a couple other podcasts you know fourth line voice in the biscuit try not to let the guys like you kind of go unnoticed because it's the most unappreciated <laughs> job in sports so i really do appreciate right, you taking man. the time man Turn out My pleasure, lights. man. Well, have a great one, man. Thank the you. party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing.